1: Oh, that's the outro. Here we go. Let's see what Getting Get from my Christmas win! <laughs> Playoffs back to back. Back to back.
0: Greetings, loyal listeners. You are listening to The Blowhole on Fans First Sports Network. Give us a follow on X, formerly known as Twitter, at tblowhole. You can also shoot us an email, radio at gmail.com, and you can give us a follow on Instagram, theblowholepodcast. We are in the playoffs. What? Back-to-back seasons
1: for what? the first time since the late 90s, my friend. Oh, man. And we didn't back in on. We didn't sneak in. We didn't have to beat a crummy Jets team to do it. This is we did it in uh, week 16.
0: Yep. At home uh, defeating a Dallas Cowboys team. That is that is a good team. Uh, You know, they were 10 and four coming in just like us. We were 10 and four. Now we're 11 and four. They are 10 and five i think we have two harder tests coming up we'll talk about that later uh just like last week you're gonna get two podcasts this week so we're gonna be focused mainly on uh the cowboys win that happened on christmas eve talk a little bit about the rest of the nfl um, but we'll come back on thursday and get more in depth on going up to baltimore on new year's eve um and you know kind of the rest of uh this week's games but we're focused on what just happened, what we just saw. You
1: could and... almost call it a week 16 wrap up.
0: Yes. I think or that's recap. A, Yeah. Week 16 recap. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's go with that. Let's go with nice. that. So the game did not go exactly the way I think either one of us thought nobody uh, would have seen Jason Sanders being the MVP of the, <laughs> of Christmas Eve, Jason Sanders saving Christmas with five field goals, three, Uh, of over 50 yards, he was perfect on the day. Um, I know I give him a hard time. I know a lot of our fans give him a hard time, but he showed up and he, I, he won us that game. He was the best player
1: that we had on.
0: And I'm not sure,
1: but who always said, you know, stay the course. Okay. Not Credit care. where credit's due. I'm not
0: even not even gonna argue. Like I, <laughs> I, I can't. I, there's nothing to argue. I was wrong. I was wrong. I'm, hey, I'm not saying, and not I, I never
1: said he's the best guy. And I was nervous as heck. I think I, I even tweeted like, I don't think I would have had the stones to go for that one, the first one, which was his career long of 57. You know, missing giving them the ball at at basically midfield. I don't think I would have been able to do that. And uh, that was that was pretty pretty great you had a good point though uh, I mean yeah they mentioned it on the air I mean he was apparently he was drilling
0: them in uh in warm-ups so I'm I'm sure sure McDaniel saw that I'm sure you know he let everybody know hey he's feeling it you know he can (laughs) you know he can he can make them I mean he has the leg strength leg strength has never really been the issue but he was dialed in like I mean those those kicks were right on the money um, what, what, honestly, one the, of the hung, kicks one of them were,
1: hung it, hung it, hung it, hung on the upright, but yeah, <laughs> the
0: shorter kicks add. were yeah, the shorter kicks were the ones that uh, were not not as on the money as the uh, as the longer ones. But no, nah, great game from Jason Sanders. You love to see it. I know you know he's, he's had a hard time. I've definitely called him out a lot. Uh, a lot of the fan base has as well. Um, but you can't argue with it. I mean, the his field goal percentage is is very high, and the, the you you know you saw it. Um, you know he he nailed him he nailed all the field goals that he had to make on, and on Christmas Eve. We needed every one of them. We needed every one of them because uh one of the things that we were talking about on air, I I feel like I feel like we left a lot of meat on the bone. I thought the defense played played good to great at times. There were times where I wasn't as happy with the defense, but for the most part I thought the defense played very well. Um it was the offense again. Um it seemed like Tua was Missing some throws. It reminded me of the 49ers game last year where he had guys open and he was just missing them. Uh, you know, he made the right read, you know, had the right coverage, had the the right receiver picked out and just made the wrong throw. So, uh, you know, I felt like, yeah. like, like I mean, he made, some great, throws he too, made but...
1: some great throws, but we're so we're kind of spoiled that we're used to seeing him like 80% of the time die, you know, just lay it in. I mean, was what it might, was it one of the games we played against a terrible team? He was like, like 20 for 22 at some point, something crazy. Like, so, but yeah, so he was missing throws. He normally makes even the, the first, that first bomb to Tyreek where he was getting crushed just as he let it go. That was a great throw. I thought it was a good, it was a great throw under the circumstances, but he usually puts that like, doesn't make Hill have to, change shoulders you know i think tyreek is the
0: first one to tell you that he should have caught that (laughs) yeah well
1: (laughs) yeah true but it was a hard the catch ended up harder than it had to be and i'm not saying it was a great throw because it hit him in stride just made him adjust but again you're getting crushed while doing it it was it was a great throw but he we've seen him make better make do make that throw better Yeah. So yeah, let's, let's talk about a little bit about how we got
0: there. So the Cowboys come out, they have a massive drive, you know, they, they win the toss and they choose to receive, which is, you know, I, which always makes me chuckle a little bit because you want, I mean, I always like kicking off to start, start off with your defense and then, you know, you get the ball at halftime. So But kudos to the Cowboys. They marched right down our throats, 15 play drive. They get all the way down to the one yard line, or maybe it was the two when they ran that play to Pollard. And it looked like for all intents and purposes, he was going to walk into the end zone. Um, But we called it out last week. He's been, he has not been great this year. And he's been, I mean, he had, he seems to have a clear phobia of the end zone. I believe he's only scored one rushing touchdown this whole year. That was one of the easier ones he's ever going to get. And Deshaun Elliott just had a, took a tremendous angle, made a tremendous play and kept the ball out of the end zone. Every part of Troy of, of Pollard was in the end zone except the ball. So
1: yeah, it was <laughs> insane. And it was so clear. And like on on review, yeah. on replay, you're looking at Not it you're like, both. yeah, that ball never gets to the goal line. Yeah. And then
0: the very next play, they go to hand it to the fullback who'd converted a couple, you know, third and shorts already on the, fullback, the drive. I've
1: never heard of, by the way.
0: Correct. But apparently Cowboys fans would like to see him get involved a lot more. Um, I don't know if they still will, but anyway, uh, fumble on the exchange and Brandon Jones gets the ball. Dolphins get the ball at the one. So that long drive leads to nothing. First play is Raheem Mostert. He gets us some space. He gets like, I think like six yards on that first down. And then they, they have a bomb to Tyreek. Um, as we were talking about the throw, I mean, it wasn't perfect, but it was, I thought it was a tremendous throw. Um, Tyreek catches that. I feel like that's six. Um, You know, he was in stride. He had a couple steps on, I think it was bland that had the coverage and we talked about it, right? Like they came out in man coverage, right? Very next play. uh, There's a delay of game. So we go half the distance. And then the very next play is a a 50 yard bomb to waddle. Same thing. Press coverage. He toasts Gilmore, Um, you know, and then we end up having to settle for a long field goal because uh, the throw to waddle uh, let him out of bounds a little bit. Not, not, it was a great throw. It was a tremendous throw, tremendous play um but the the one to hill would have been six i think if he had caught it yeah. so either way start out as you know get, get out three nothing cowboys get the ball back and then they have that you know uh very long play to lamb i think it was like a 50 yard touchdown on a you know pretty deep slant but you know he and he elliot it's funny because
1: oh. as G- elliot made that great uh tackle on the first drive and he took he kind of took a bad angle or he overran it i think and he but i mean again lamb lamb is a is probably their best player on offense. So
0: you can't give them that much space. That's the, and you, you know, they're going to line him up in the slot a ton, you know, and then you got to like, but (laughs) apparently apparently
1: only in the first half.
0: Well, I was, I mean, I think they, (laughs) they lined him up in the slot more. I think we just adjusted the coverage. Like, so it was, I think what happened was, and both sides did credit to the Cowboys as well. You know, right after that, that those first few series, like, I, I think I made a comment in one of my Dolphins chats. I was like, the Cowboys are playing way too much man and we're playing way too much zone. Right. Like, so I think we I think both sides adjusted. Um You did see Ramsey. He didn't shadow lamb, but you did see him. uh You, you did see him on lamb, quite, you know, quite a bit during the game. And then you saw a, a lot more man and you CD lamb did not. um At least on lamb, I think it was, you know, blend blended coverages you know Dak was under a lot of pressure uh we were getting home a lot after that um you know it turned you know by the i think late into the third quarter it was a 19 to 10 game like so there wasn't it wasn't a lot of scoring after that uh those first few series
1: no but the defensive um, line played out of their mind The the pressure on Dak was relentless so now yeah they were we said they would be down their tackle um which which is huge but it's funny how much we've taken for granted how well our offensive line has played with their their with their injuries the the 49ers Brock Purdy turns into a sixth round pick if Trent when Trent Williams is out and actually his backup also went out in that game but in this game Dak looked uh you know completely human and not great during that time
0: So uh, full disclosure here, um, the my computer had a little bit of a meltdown and um, (laughs) we we lost connection for a while. Um, So it's been about 30 minutes since the last time we were talking. Um, I believe the last thing we were talking about was the Dallas Cowboys offensive line. Um, And the fact that they were dealing with some injuries, uh, you know, boohoo. We've we've been (laughs) our offensive line is basically all practice squad guys. At this point. So, um, you know, it it's just a- it puts into perspective the the type of performance that we've seen out of Tua in this offense this year, just given the challenges we've had on the offensive line and how quick he's been able to get rid of the ball and how much rhythm we've been able to have and how successful we've been running the ball as well and, and maintaining, you know, um, what we're trying to do on offense and being still being you know the most successful offense in the NFL. So
1: it's a testament to Tua and to the coaching staff because you know it's happened to us years past, even early in the year, you lose one guy or two guys and the whole offense peter's out. <laughs> We're seeing it with other teams around the league where they're not able to compensate for losing one of their best linemen. So to me this is great progress to that that to see like this and then obviously that offensive line can get healthy or even be improved in the off season, you know, sky's the limit here.
0: Yeah. And, and the, the reason for that is be- Dallas was, uh, I, and I'm not even sure what, did Martin play or were they just down the tackle?
1: They were just down the tackle, Martin, Martin. Well, he was definitely active. Um, I feel like he was on the sideline for some of the Either games. way. Yeah. So
0: Dallas had to deal with some offensive line uh, injuries. Um, and it, it It did seem to affect them on offense a little bit. I mean, part of that also is, I mean, our defense is, you know, over the last, I don't know, 10 weeks or so has been.
1: But there were I there were a like few.
0: Five defense, so. There were
1: a few plays where the left tackle made the wrong call and let Bradley Chubb run in unblocked. Like they were yeah. like, oh, <laughs> like, it wasn't yeah. just him playing great. The Their offensive line made some like bad decisions also. And, and yeah. the defensive line played great. Like it wasn't, not taking away, but they had a few plays where it was just like, blown, blown assignments on the offensive line, which probably wouldn't happen if their starters were. It. Yeah. I mean, the defense, uh,
0: the defense kept us in the game. The offense did just enough. Um, Dallas did end up taking a late lead, right? Like, so it was, you know, it was 19 to 10. Um, I believe in the fourth quarter, Dallas was able to, to get two scoring drives together. They got a field goal and then a touchdown. Um, you know, they scored a touchdown, a beautiful throw. From Dak to uh, Brandon Cooks um, in the corner I of the end zone.
1: Yeah, we, I think we said it earlier, but Dak played great. He had a great game.
0: I, yeah, I thought given the adversity, the lack of a running game, you know, the challenges on the offensive line. Um, uh, yeah, I thought Dak didn't. He didn't really turn the ball over. I think they, the fumble at the goal line that we talked about was given to him, uh, but no interceptions. And you know, we don't know if that fumble was really his fault or the fullbacks. Um, either way. Um, but yeah, no, he, he, you know, two touchdowns, no interceptions, uh, for the most part was on the money. Didn't make any backbreaking, you know, interceptions or, or terrible plays, uh, didn't take any terrible sacks. I thought, you know, the Cowboys have been complaining about the officiating. We talked about it off air. I felt like it was as terrible on both sides. Um, you know, I didn't, (laughs) I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was egregious one way or the other. Um, you know, there were definitely, you know, the, the, the roughing the passer on Christian Wilkins, I thought was you know, way more bogus than the roughing the passer on Micah Parsons. Um, e- either way, like, a, you know, that's a wash. that, you know, they didn't call a hold on CeeDee Lamb, where I guess Deshaun Elliott pulled his pants back a little bit. I mean, a little I bit. it was actually, it was act,
1: yeah. I know, but that was actually hysterical. Like, he, he, you could almost see his, his, his butt the way he had yeah. that, he had the, his band pulled back like six inches. Yeah. But, hey, yeah. I mean, jersey been pulled literally every play. So I know, but it's not as funny as when it's pants. It's pants. It is not as pants funny. I agree.
0: Pants. I guess my my whole thing is you know they you know they're, they're Parsons complaining about not getting you know holding calls on him. I mean I saw Bradley Chubb yeah. getting
1: tackled a few times
0: and not called. You know, um, so
1: to so, to me the two egregious no calls were. Robbie Chosen had his like yeah, had head punched twice and slammed into the ground, and that wasn't uh, uh, an unsportsmanlike con- uh, conduct. And how do you – I mean, is it technically – I guess it's not a face mask if you just push your fingers through somebody's eye? Like isn't that – I mean, I know he didn't pull the face mask, but is that not a penalty? Maybe it's not, but in my head it should be.
0: Pretty sure that's a penalty. Um, yeah. Would need to consult the rule book there. But yes, you're referring to what happened to Jalen Waddle. Um, yeah, rough day for Jalen Waddle. He ends up with a with a high ankle sprain, it sounds like. It didn't, I mean, I saw that, you know, they showed the replay a couple times. It didn't look that bad. But, you know, I guess they're they're saying high ankle could be potentially the rest of the season. We'll know more uh, later in the week when we when we cast, at least about, you know, participation in practice. But they are saying high ankle sprain.
1: Yeah, I would not expect him this week. But yeah, we'll we'll know more. But honestly, we may not see him until uh, week one of the playoffs. Fingers crossed for that.
0: Maybe we'll have a bye. Hopefully, so true.
1: Yeah. So our week one for the playoffs. You're right. I I meant week. You know, week two. Yeah. So. Um.
0: So anyway, yeah. So Dak makes a makes a hell of a throw to um to Brandon Cooks in the corner of the end zone. They beat uh, Jalen Ramsey, who was in coverage um and you know just a just a hell of a play they go up 20 to 19 three minutes and change left on the clock um similar situation to uh you know they, they had plenty of time in the tennessee game as well to get down to get that you know they were down a point to get a field goal to win they were unable to do it this time um Tua got us into position uh he hit all his throws on this drive um you know, and well, then
1: just- to start it, I mean, we started it with a good run, like an eight yep. yard run with a face mask. So like all of a sudden we were already at the 40 um, I think we, you know, we're at the 40 yard line to, to almost on our second play of that drive. So that makes you feel a lot better, you know, knowing you need 15 yards for a, for a, for the tie for the winning field goal. Yeah. It wasn't just that, right? Like, I mean, then oh, you, no. you yeah. hit a
0: couple throws and then now, now you're in field goal range, but you still, you don't want to leave them any time. Yep. Right. So we were able to, you know, able to hit on those runs to Jeff Wilson, uh, Jeff Wilson, Jr. He gets a nice run on first down. He stopped a little bit short on third or on second. And then on third, he um, he's able to get, you know, the first down and, and, and more. Um, And then they're able to just run the clock down. They're they're well within Sanders' field goal range at this point.
1: One of those one of those third downs was also a pass. It was this the screen to Hill. Yeah, I'm talking
0: about the one to set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. set it up. Yeah, the screen to Hill was nice as well. Um, You know, it was a a third and short that they hit Hill on on the wide receiver screen. Um, He ends up picking up six yards, six or seven yards. Those
1: are scary because we've seen them get blown up. But that that's motion that that basically identifies that they're in man, which they, you know, they had abandoned, you know, as we mentioned earlier, but this says, Hey, they're back to man. And that screen is a great man beater. As you saw, he, you know, Tyree catches the ball three or four yards behind the line to gain and, and ran for like six or eight. So it was, it was nice.
0: Yeah. Yep. And then uh, Jeff Wilson, Jr. Icing on the cake gets that last first down a big third down and short uh, conversion there. Um, you know, and then they're able to just bleed the clock down to, to get that last second field goal, twenty-two to twenty. Uh, like I said, I feel like there was you know a lot of a lot of meat left on the bone. There were some throws that that Tua missed. You know, where we had to settle for field goals when we could have, uh, you know, potentially gotten more. Um, there was we talked we didn't talk about it. They were you know they were in a first and goal situation, um, and they we ended up getting stopped. Um, I didn't I didn't mind them going for it on fourth and goal from the five. I just don't like. The fade route to Cedric Wilson Jr. <laughs> as, the, yeah. as the play call.
1: And again, the the last time they did that and didn't get it, it was the same thing. The defense held up, and we get the ball ball at midfield, or actually, it was more towards the forty. Their their punter was booming it. They they got a yeah. heck of a leg on that punter, but he also out kicks the you know gave Barrios some some chances of returns. But again, that it, it's a risk. But when you have a defense that's playing well, it's a risk you can take. Um, I didn't mind it. I don't mind it. I, I like I like the aggression. It's the confidence. I feel like the team has grown into like McDaniel might have made those calls early this year or last year where the team wasn't good enough for those calls, and now I feel like the team is is good enough for the calls. The defense is better, and the offense is more balanced. It's it's we can run or pass in 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 short yardage situations. So you know before we couldn't run for it. So they you know it was harder to throw. Now it's just, you know, everything's easier. I agree. He he blasted himself for a for a for a fade last week. And then maybe they're like, oh, they watched hard knocks so they know I won't do it again because I <laughs> said how crap this play is and then he called it again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he sure did. So um looking forward to hard knocks this week, but end and of I... the day it's a, it's it's a huge win, uh big win. We we talked about it at length last week this is the hardest part of the schedule this is the most important part of the season this is probably the most winnable of the last three games we had and you know it took every every last second to get it done but we did get it done Cowboys are a good team we were better than them on Sunday um you know we we get the win um and it was you know it clinches a playoff berth for us now at 11 and 4 we're guaranteed a playoff uh spot we just don't know exactly which seed it will be um there's two more games we win on um if we win next week we're guaranteed the division um we go into baltimore we'll be talking a lot about that on thursday a lot more about that game um but this was this was huge this showed me a lot this is the first time they've won 11 games in a very long time i think the wildcat season uh was the last time they won 11 games sitting at 11 and four two very hard games remaining but we control our own destiny home seed uh number one seed in home field throughout the playoffs is still very much in play for this team. Oh, not we, in play. We,
1: we control game. it. We win yeah. we win both games. We're the number one seed. We win one of the next two. We were the division winner with a home playoff game.
0: Yeah, that's I mean, point. but but Buffalo and and Baltimore oh, yeah. also control their own destiny as well. So oh,
1: that's <laughs> what happens when you play. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway.
0: Um, but yes, uh, we're we're in good shape. This was a huge win. Um you know, now we need to uh, get some. Hopefully, get some guys back and uh, and go up to Baltimore and get a win. Now, talking about Sunday, still uh, degenerate side of things. I believe was a push. Our prop bets, we were both two out of three. You want to uh, recap that for the for our loyal listeners, Rob?
1: Yes, I did not do well on my actual dollar props that I spent money on, um, and I was lucky to get the two out of three because the. The one the one that you missed was one that I actually put money on. So I actually I had the Raheem Mostert anytime touchdown. Lucky he came back in for that one goal line snagged that touchdown on that really awesome like mesh. Yeah, but great like, play. Like, a very cool motion into the mesh. Um, so I got the anytime touchdown. I had the Pollard under 55 and a half. He only had 38. I love our Rundy. It's 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 amazing. Um, and I had, I thought Mostert would be over 57 and a half. And honestly, if, if he didn't get hurt, he would have, he had 46 yards in limited action. So that's a, it's a miss obviously, but I don't feel like it was the wrong call. So I went two for
0: three. All right. Yes. And I, I also went two for three, um, as you, as you mentioned. So I think on the year you're still ahead. We have two more weeks of this left.
1: I have, yeah, I have one four. I have four total weeks to three total weeks and 27 total wins to 23 total wins. So I am the degenerate.
0: It looks like, yeah, it looks like this is going to be your season for degenerate side of things. Um, But yeah, either way you, you took these props, you made some money. So
1: basically all the unders hit this week. So our overs, missed. you had the HN over uh, only 24 rushing yards again. Like they didn't, they went to Jeff Wilson. uh, They didn't go to him any like extra like he still got his normal what seems to be his normal reps um but you had pollard under 20 and a half receiving yards he had five and rico doddle doddle rico doddles under 17 and a half yards rushing it was close he had four <laughs> <laughs>
0: was not close yeah no that, that was a good one so all right Let's. Uh, that's a good segue over into uh, fantasy camp because you mentioned uh, my guy Jeff Wilson, who uh, secured me not only the win on Sunday, but uh, the season series is now uh, a victory for my team, who are I believe I'm the Thai freaks, right? Correct.
1: You are. That was last year. You are too. Oh, yeah. Too a fast.
0: Not too a fast this year. Too a fast.
1: Yeah, this one stinks because you won by three. And honestly, it was the that last position that we don't care about. You had Jeff Wilson Jr.'s three points and I had Chris Brooks in the off chance. He'd be the he'd be active instead of Jeff Wilson. And he could have gotten me the three points and I would have won by three. But otherwise, our, our defensive players kind of canceled out. I did the, the Wilkins and AVG had great combined stats, as did Chubb and Ramsey, mostly because of the one and a half sacks by by AVG and Chubb. Um and they all had ta- all had some nice tackles. Hills yardage and Mostert's touchdowns was almost a wash. So Hill 99, 9 for 99, you basically this is sad. 34 to 31. We don't score this low. This is this is this was a this is a bad offensive output just looking at fantasy camp. You're right. A lot of meat on that bone.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think we could have done a little bit. I think we could have had a better showing on offense. But got the win. That's all that matters. And then uh, next week's a new one. Cool. Um, well, the good news for you is you did win in Pickham. So we're going to talk about a little bit about what happened around the rest of the NFL um, for the rest of the show. Um, the next show we do this week will be more focused on you know previewing the Baltimore game as well as um, you know the games for the week. Um, you know, our betting for pick as well as props and then uh fantasy camp. So we'll do that on Thursday. Um, but yeah, pick did not go my way last week. Rob.
1: Oh, you. since we're talking about it, by the way, because I've been, I've been like making my stupid dolphin, same gay par, same day parlays, and I've been losing, but this is just, just for all of the, all of the, the fellow, uh, you know, degenerates out there. I've, I've, I hit on a three game parlay, Um, on, on Sunday and thank God I did the parlay because I needed the extra points. I, I moved the, the Packers down to minus one and, uh, and I had the, uh, the Vikings. I, I added more points to them. So they, so they ended up covering, they got moved up and then, uh, I don't remember the third game. I was trying to look it up, but, uh, I hit my third, my first, uh, parlay on the, uh, unsponsored hard rock betting app well done sir well all the fellow just for the fellow floridians because this is this is new for us to legally betting it's weird feels weird it still feels wrong oh and you know what else i did i did the ultimate hedge i put money on josh allen's mvp (laughs) If they win the division he's probably getting it and I'm hoping that's money thrown down the toilet. Basically, how much money would I pay for them to go down the toilet? That's how much I'm putting on this. If if he gets it, I'll be really sad, but at least I'll get some money. Uh,
0: I don't think Josh Allen's getting the MVP, even if they win the division. I don't
1: think he's. Well, it. if if all these other teams keep doing what they're doing, of you know, like all the other MVPs, if I. Guess- I don't know. Lamar don't looks like a so. strong candidate right now. Yeah, but he won't after after next week. Duh. That's what every everybody who looks great, they get anointed for a week and then they get smacked down. I don't think you covered Pick'em. I didn't cover Pick'em. You're right. I was too happy about my own. So It's funny because you were I think you were confident this week because you had very confident you had had all (laughs) the favorites. You had Detroit against Minnesota and you were right, because even though I feel like they could have lost that game, um, they did not. And they covered. Uh, They won by six. They only needed to win by three. But I had the Raiders and not because I thought they were going to beat Kansas City, just because Kansas City has not played well enough to be 10 point favorites and boy they were not do you know Aiden O'Connell did not complete a pass in the sixth, know. third or fourth quarter i mean their defense scored twice and that was a whole game that was a that was insane that was the dumbest weirdest stupidest game i've ever seen
0: yeah i'd be very upset if i was a chiefs fan right now although they do have the super bowls and the homes and all that
1: stuff so. yeah that makes that can make you happy and the yeah. other one and honestly i wasn't sh- i didn't feel so strong about this i just I don't like when everybody's you know fluffing one team. So I I I had I had the Ravens. Uh and I didn't think it would happen the way it happened, but for Pick'em, I had it to go two of three and win another week, which gives me seven weeks to your five weeks. Although somehow because you've had more uh sweeps. what do we call them sweeps than me, and you've and you hit you hit an exact score, which gives you an extra win. So we're tied at twenty-one wins apiece, um, but I've got I've got the weeks seven to five. So yeah, the, all these are coming down to the wire, except for fantasy camp because you cheated me out of those two weeks, which I needed, and this week, which I needed, which I didn't get.
0: So the biggest things to me were, I mean, Buffalo really should have lost that game against a terrible Chargers team on uh, on Saturday night. That one stings. Had they lost, the division would already be ours now. Um, but they did not. They were able to get into position for that uh, last second field goal. And um, they were able to win against Easton Stick. And I don't really know.
1: <laughs> you, you know, it's it's fun. And GIF, GIF, the head coach. It's funny because I saw, you know, on, on Twitter, you know, all the fans, you know, we love to scream. Look, they're frauds. They're frauds. They're frauds. This this is who the Bills are. They play to their competition. They play good against good teams and they play bad against bad teams. They just what they've done since Josh Allen got there and since they've been good. It's not surprising. To me, this doesn't mean they're not going to play well and they're, you know, and they're not going to give us their best. We're good, so they play well against us. You are always saying, why does Josh Allen always look great against us? Because we're good. They step up to it.
0: There's, yeah, I mean, there, there's some truth to that, I believe. Um, other surprises? I mean, I was surprised that the Ravens handled the 49ers the way they did. Um, you know, I'm pretty concerned about us going up there. But uh, as you've mentioned several times on the show this season, normally when we're going into these big games against teams, they're coming off embarrassing losses, like the Cowboys last week coming off an embarrassing loss in Buffalo. That usually tends to wake them up. When we played Philadelphia, that was the week after they lost to the Jets. Um
1: in Kansas City the week after
0: they lost to the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. Um
1: but here know. but here's the thing about that game. Remember the during the middle of the season the 49ers had a three-game losing streak and during that time they did not have Trent Williams and uh, they were missing even more than that. Trent Williams and his backup went out of that game, and all of a sudden Brock Purdy's, you know, getting harassed, blindside's getting harassed, and he's looking human. You know, how do you make a seventh-round pick look great? You put him with a great offensive line and a great system with great people around him, and he had MVP numbers. His numbers were stellar, but he can't. he's not good enough to overcompensate the loss of the talent, and Trent Williams was out that game and, and they were getting to him and he was, he was making bad decisions and bad throws. He didn't even, Well, the four interceptions were terrible. Obviously some of them were tipped, um, you know, so they weren't like completely his fault, but he, you know, he looked gun shy after that. And that's, that's fine. He's a very good quarter. He's a good quarterback. He's fine. He's not the MVP. He's not one of the best in the, in the league. He's just in a good situation that maximizes his strengths.
0: Yeah. I mean I was just again, like I've seen him play great against yeah. great competition. Um, but I've also seen him play not great against, you know, not the best of teams. So um, you know, he's 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 a good quarterback. You know, I've watched them play a lot out here. I've seen them play with Garoppolo, I've seen them play with Trey Lance, um, I've seen them play with other guys, uh Nick Mullins, CJ Beathard. Um, you know, but Purdy is Purdy is better than all those guys. Like he's he's better than, than all of them. Um, yeah sure they're a much better team when he's in there um you know do I think he, do I think he was the MVP I thought his numbers looked like they were MVP caliber I thought if he would have played a, a good game on on Monday night um you know you could have made an argument for him but you know we I mean, the Ravens are a very good team I think they're you know I think they're underrated uh, not anymore um you know now they're gonna be very clearly <laughs> everyone's gonna be yes now they're gonna be maybe a little overvalued but they um They've been very good. I mean, Lamar, I've talked about Lamar on this podcast very many times. He's amazing. He's an incredible quarterback. Um, He does amazing things. He does have a propensity to get hurt. He has not been hurt at all this year. Um, Their offense just looks very efficient, doesn't really make a lot of mistakes. It's very difficult to defend. He's hard to get at. You know, he's a good passing quarterback, but, you know, what makes him next level is his ability to escape. um, You know, keep plays alive. The wide receivers they have now, Zay Flowers, really adds another dimension to their team. OBJ's also a very good wide receiver. Um, We'll talk a lot
1: about that. No, Brandon cooks.
0: (laughs) Hey, you threw the
1: shade. You saw what he did. I said he was good, but it's not like he did. It's not like he was CD lambing us. Yeah, I know. I know. And he's better than Brandon cooks, but he's not, he's not, actually what he once was but he's still a fine compliment to them
0: flowers is their best wide receiver
1: that guy is yeah. you know watching him and play. he's I mean, he's, not, he's he, tailed he, off the second half but he's still a great player
0: well that's the thing like i don't think they, they don't really need a wide receiver to you know to be like tyree killer jalen waddle for their offense to go right like that's yeah, not we'll really get working.
1: it i was just about to get into their the, the the guy they're missing but we'll we'll get into that next uh, next episode
0: yeah.
1: So the Bills,
0: uh, to the teams that matter right now. So with the Chiefs, with their loss, they're they're not really of consequence to us, I guess, at this point. I, although, I guess if we do lose both games,
1: they're out of the one. No, it won't matter because they're going o- there to. Be. There's only three teams that could have the one seed in the AFC. Us yeah, it's Baltimore, no longer the Chiefs. Yeah, and Cleveland, Cleveland. Browns. Joe Flacco. Big...
0: Do they? They I, don't play each other again. They, they've they've already played twice. So they're they're one and one. Um, I guess that, I mean, there's the, the Ravens last two games are us. And then the Steelers, uh, and I believe it is in Baltimore. Um, the Steelers had a big win this week. They, uh, Mason Rudolph came in and played tremendous against the Bengals who had been, you know, had some life with, um, with, uh, is it Jack or Jake Browning either way? Um, yeah, they, they came crashing back to earth on uh, Christmas Eve, Eve, uh, the, the, <laughs> the Steelers really, uh, really, really put it to them. That was a, that was a bad game. Um, it was a little surprising. I thought, you know, with the the Bengals had a lot to play for, um, but yeah, it seems like they're most likely gonna miss the playoffs. The Colts as well are another one. The Jaguars have come crashing down to earth. The AFC South is garbage as we all thought it was but it, it just took a little while for it to,
1: to materialize as the,
0: as the amount of garbage that it is but uh it's now a
1: somebody's gonna win right it's funny because right now not only is somebody gonna win that division but they're one of them's a wild card team right now although i i think they're all gonna get uh leaped
0: we'll see is stroud is stroud on if stroud comes back i i think that the Texans are the best team in that division and you know are the the only ones capable of making any noise in the playoffs um i don't think any real noise but the the Jaguars are bad. they were murdered by the Bucs.
1: that was um, that's they're weird but that's what what cracks me up there was one week i forgot who they beat they had they had a game they beat somebody and people are like are the jags the best team in the AFC and i'm like guys guys can teams can have one good week doesn't make them the best team in the league
0: <laughs> they were, I mean, they were eight and three. They beat the, they, they had some pretty impressive wins. They beat the, they beat the Bills, I guess, which at the time was impressive when they beat them. Um, also the, uh, the, their, their win against the Steelers, I think the Steelers were like at that point, the Steelers were like seven and three or something along those lines. Oh, did remember. they beat
1: the Chiefs? Were they, was that one of theirs? Was it, the,
0: or did they, they did not there? beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs oh. actually, actually did beat them. They beat the Colts twice. Um, but they, I mean, they're not good. They're just you know they they lost to the to Jake. Well, Browning ever since ever
1: team. since ever since Lawrence's injury, they've been he's like, I don't know if that's part of it, but they have not looked good at all.
0: They've definitely come crashing down to earth. They're eight, they're sitting at eight and seven right now, tied with the Colts, who also lost last week, and they're now eight and seven. Um, yeah, AFC South. It was looking uh, like somebody might make some noise there. Um, right now, as it sits, we're the number two seed. We the playoffs started this week which they don't we'd be playing the colts in the first round which is a game i'd be feeling pretty good about winning (laughs) so um, yeah but we'll see i don't know it's probably not going to shake out like that i guess it could but um we shall see um any other things around the nfl that you wanted to touch on
1: uh that pretty much did did it I, i did thoroughly thoroughly enjoy Uh, watching the Jets and the Patriots since they're out of playoff contention. And there's only, by the way, there's only like eight teams out of the playoffs, and there are two of them. Um, And they've been out for weeks now. Watching them win stupid games is just amazing. Like, they look terrible, they did stupid things, and they somehow pulled off a win to get worse draft picks. I love it. I love to see it.
0: That was us a few years ago.
1: If you yeah,
0: true. That was, that was
1: us. So,
0: but we ended up with Tua. I don't think they're going to, I don't think either one of them is going to end up with anybody of that. I don't even think the Jets draft a quarterback, honestly. Maybe they do. I mean, <laughs> I, it depends. If they've
1: got, if they get one of the top two, you almost have to and let him, let him even just to say sit a year behind Rodgers. Um, yeah, he's you know. a really good
0: mentor. He's,
1: he's, yeah, he's yeah. great. Well. Love's not bad and not terrible. I'm pretty sure that has
0: nothing to do with anything Aaron Rodgers did.
1: True. But I'm saying like you could get away with the let Rodgers play the first three weeks behind that offensive line, get broken in half and then let the rookie go.
0: It's enjoyable. Like seeing the, the the things in my newsfeed, like, you know, jets confirmed, you know, you know, sticking with Sala, like that's good. That's good. (laughs) Like that. Um, Jets interested in, you know, or like Rogers getting the Jets interested in Devontae Adams and, you know, whoever, like, just like, yeah, let's Rogers is the GM. He's good. He's going to go he's great. GM. He's, yeah. He's a great GM. They, they've got a lot of talent on that team. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, maybe they, they could bring in Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams and, you know, it'll be the, <laughs> it'll be the, the same Packers team that, that he went nine and eight with and missed the playoffs last year. So
1: perfect. <laughs>
0: So, actually, no, they didn't have. That's right. So, so, but, um, yeah, I don't know. At NFC the, the lions very quietly, you know, winning their division, you know, they're 11 and four now. I mean, um, I don't think it was
1: that quiet. People made a really big deal. That it's been 30 years or 40 years since they did that.
0: It was quiet to me. I mean, I wasn't, oh. yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm glad that I'm, you know, I'm, I love Dan Campbell. We talk about him a lot on the show. So, um, but yeah, they're, uh, you think they're they're a real team to to contend in the in the nfc i, I think they might I be better than the eagles i don't think they're better than the 49
1: i i picked the vikings to beat them i don't think they're i don't think they're on that level the fact that
0: they put up 30 points on on the vikings that didn't change your your mind on them at all
1: i i mean i still think they're i like them i like rooting for them um i don't i don't have them on the the level of i mean right now the eagles are playing are not playing great the but the the Cowboys can't win on the road. So if they're home, if they're home, I give them a chance. You know, they'll win. They'll have that first game at home since they won the division. I like them there. I don't like them in week two when they go on the road.
0: Sounds about right. Well, we'll be back uh, later in the week to uh, fully preview the uh, Ravens game, give our predictions uh, on Thursday. Um, we'll also be doing fantasy camp and uh, we'll our NFL pick'em. Um, so we hope to hope to see you later in the week. Um, right now, we're still celebrating, you know, the uh, the holiday season as well as the greatest Christmas present we could have gotten, a Miami Dolphins victory and a confirmed playoff berth.
1: All right, let's go, Dolphins! Woo! I tried to play the music, but it, oh, it it next. always it always drowns you out. And I actually wanted to hear what you were saying. So oh, yeah, let's let's go. So let's I,
0: get next two. Let's get these next two.
1: Let's get them. we We'll, we'll talk to that. you guys let's in a couple days.
0: Make it happen. Let's go.